0: I think sometimes we give people a lot of credit just because they're writing nice sentences, even if it isn't adding up to much. James Patterson. You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And
1: I'm Leigh And today we are going with a standard default that comes with a lot of editing questions. When
0: in doubt, leave it out. Before we jump into this episode, happy Thanksgiving. This episode is releasing on America's Thanksgiving. We know a lot of you
1: are traveling and probably catching up on a lot of these episodes this weekend, so thank you for being with
0: us and spending some of your holiday with us. The phrase, when in doubt, leave it out, is a fairly common one heard within the journalistic news setting. I'm pretty sure that's where I first heard it. Me as well. When it comes to fictional settings of writing, if there's doubt that the sentence should go there or a comma should be there or whatever, if there's doubt, just leave it out. That
1: is actually my default setting for 90% of my editing is, hey, this sentence doesn't feel right. Hey, this moment is a little weird, a little strange. This needs to be fixed. My instinct immediately is to just delete it and then see
0: how it feels going through it. This is probably going to be the most ambiguous sort of advice we can give when it comes to this series of episodes of English 101, because it's about the feeling. There's no hard set rule because it's about what flows better, what works better within your story, and only you know that. And honestly, readers don't need as much information as you think they do. They will fill in the blanks leaving it up to the reader's imagination allows there to be a little bit more of a personal connection that they have. Another place you can use this advice to leave it out is when you run into a problem in your writing. I know I recently ran into an issue that was slowing down my writing because the character arc progression wasn't going as I wanted it. So what I ended up doing was just removing the last, like, scene and a half worth of things that I had written because it didn't work. So I just left it out.
1: And your story was inevitably better off for taking
0: that part out. Oh, absolutely. Because now all of a sudden the character arc actually makes sense. Yes, I liked what I wrote. It just didn't work. And
1: I think you'll find that nearly every issue can be solved by deleting the issue itself. (laughs) We don't have to solve the wiring in the house if the house gets nuked by the Russians. There are several advantages when it comes to growing your skills in writing, and those advantages come from leaving it out. That includes things like bad dialogue. If you take out the bad parts, it becomes good dialogue.
0: A lot of the times that bad dialogue is going to be exposition, over-explaining, repetition. The bad dialogue, those awkward moments, just remove them and see if it works without them entirely.
1: So I'm looking at my manuscript. When do I apply this tool of leaving it out, of deleting stuff in order to make something better?
0: One of those times is removing moments that serve no other purpose than to describe something or introduce something. If those things don't really matter in that moment, if it's not essential, and I really mean essential, that the reader knows it, then you can probably just leave it out. Or give the scene an additional purpose as well.
1: If you come across unfocused scenes in your book, scenes that leave the reader wondering why it was in there in the first place, what was the point of introducing this character, what was the point of introducing this skill set? something that leaves the reader feeling eh, that might be another good opportunity to leave it out.
0: So that's something to consider is what, in regards to your whole story, a scene is doing. And it can't just be, well, it's pretty, so I want to keep it. I
1: tend to take that last bit a little too far and don't do any scene description. I'm working on it. But... It's almost always better to give a one or two word description and let the reader fill in the rest.
0: Another thing that you want to try to keep out, leave out of your manuscript, are repetitive things. How many of you out there have someone nod or shrug or roll their eyes or shake their head? I had a lot of grinning in one writing session grinning and smiling yes they can add a little bit to a story they can add subtle details to a character but watch out for it getting too repetitive especially if
1: more than one character does that signature gesture so if all of my characters are shrugging the audience is going okay we get it their shoulders work if i have one character who just dodges every question with a shrug that's a character trait that's him nobody else gets to shrug in the entire book If you also find yourself giving repetitive words, especially those adjectives. We get it, it's cold. We don't need to find 17 different ways to say cold in the same scene.
0: And then descriptions. You don't need to describe your main character's wonderful set of abs five times over within two chapters. Or two books.
1: Another red flag for you to consider when figuring out if you should cut something out of your story is when a side character starts to kind of edge their way into the main character slot.
0: Yes, I know side characters can be more fun than main characters, but it's not their story. If you absolutely need to, give them a story of their own.
1: This often comes with an infatuation by the author more than the reader. So you aren't serving your reader beyond writing and enjoying the writing that you're doing. Write those scenes, enjoy them, but leave them out of the manuscript. Make sure the main thing stays the main thing.
0: While we've given you advice on how to leave things out, when to leave things out, sometimes you'll need to keep things in, but just move it somewhere, change its location so it works better, like the character arc that I was talking about earlier in my own book where I had to remove an entire scene and a half, I didn't delete it entirely. I just stored it away somewhere so that later, when it actually works, I can put it back in.
1: An indicator of save it later versus delete it entirely would be if the character's motivation is unclear. So if something doesn't feel natural, take it out, save it in a separate document, put it back into the book later.
0: Another time that works is when the information you're trying to convey is vital for the reader's understanding of the conclusion, but it doesn't fit where you have it currently. Sometimes we try to shoehorn in this information, but it isn't natural in where we try to put it.
1: I've found pantsers especially guilty of this particular thing of, oh, I just got this cool new idea. I got to put it in right now doesn't necessarily belong right now, and when you're editing, it feels awkward. Guilty. Another indicator that it might need to be moved instead of deleted entirely would be when the information is there to build suspense. These are the moments where you're moving it backward in your story, not forward. So, allude to that earlier, and move it sometimes entirely earlier so that the suspense with that moment has been building for a chapter and a half.
0: This is another thing that you panzers like me can use, because we do come up with those great ideas later in the story, but we need to make sure that those are established earlier. So when you encounter those moments, make a note of it and put it in earlier.
1: Another time when you might leave it in versus leaving it out would be when you have two scenes right next to each other that are very similar.
0: Lee had me do this to a couple of scenes in Katie Ratio near the beginning because they were fairly repetitive and should just have been smushed together in the first place. But because I'm a pantser, that's not how I work.
1: You wanted the character to attend seven different parties in a chapter and a half.
0: Yes. So yes, there are times where you need to leave it out. There's times where you need to keep it in but move it and then other times where you just need to smush them together and combine different elements into one.
1: Now this wouldn't be English 101 without a little bit of homework, and this one could be a lot of fun, especially if you have certain films or TV shows that you're a big fan of, that you know really well.
0: So watch the movie, and then go watch the deleted scenes. Bloopers don't count because they wouldn't be included anyway.
1: These are scenes that the writers put in the script and it made it to the filming process but eventually ended on the editing room floor. They got cut. They decided for some reason this scene needs to go.
0: And then look to see if there's commentary about why they deleted the scene. What about it, even though it got so far through production? What about it made them remove it?
1: Oftentimes, you'll see it has to do with the scene before and after, and there wasn't enough information in there, and it was just slowing something down. So the scene before and after needed to mentally connect, and in viewing it, the deleted scene stopped the viewer from understanding the connection
0: between the two other scenes. And if they don't have that, think about it yourself. See if you can brainstorm why they probably left it out, and then try to apply that to your own writing. Do you have any scenes like that, elements that should probably just be left out?
1: Leaving it out is a fantastic and very large tool in my toolbox, especially when it comes to editing and refining my story after I've written the first draft. But sometimes there are scenes you just love you officially have my permission to leave it in. Because if you have that much passion for your story, then your audience will absolutely love the scene also. Because the best writing comes always when you write selfishly.